0: Welcome to The Honey Drip. I'm Honey. I'm a coach who specializes in aligned business. That's business that feels good, is aligned with your highest values and your truest desires. Each week I'll be giving you tools and things to consider to get you onto the path of total life alignment, helping you to become abundant, wealthy, and feel good and congruent while you're doing it. Today's episode is... Half a little bit of admin, which I hope will give you an insight into kind of behind the scenes and the back end of running, you know, what you're hoping and trying to make an aligned business. And half kind of a warning about something that I've seen come up and sabotage my clients and people in my community. And You might hear my dog in the background having a little yawn uh, and something that I think is like really, really important and not talked enough about. And both of these micro topics are relating to the concepts of feedback and um, seeking advice and criticism. So it's really funny because I wanted to start this podcast already talking about the sound quality of the podcast of late and kind of what's going on there and what's been happening. And I received a a review, a feedback um, saying, you know, it's time to invest in some better sound quality. And that is like 100% fair. And it's something that I, I knew and I was already actually going to talk about on this episode. But I wanted to talk about kind of how I got to the point of the sound quality in the podcast through not running my business in an aligned way. So I first started this podcast a few, I think a year ago, two years ago, June 2021. So a little, not even a year, six months. And I at the time had invested in really good sound equipment, microphones, all that stuff. And it was set up. It felt really good to me. It felt like it sounded good to me. Um, I'm, I'm not a sound engineer. I'm doing it all myself. So, I you know, but it felt very, it felt good enough for me and it felt um, high quality enough for a DIY, a home job. And I received an email from someone saying that it was too clear, too crisp, and they could hear my mouth. So they made a complaint about that. And I reacted, which was the misaligned thing and stopped using the high quality sound stuff um, in response to that piece of unsolicited negative feedback. And now, lo and behold, I'm getting feedback saying the sound quality isn't good enough. So I knew back then when I was using the higher quality equipment, which I had invested in, I had spent money on, which I still have, I just don't have set up. I knew that that was aligned with me and that felt good. But I allowed someone who was you know, less successful than me in the realm that they were talking about to criticize me. And I allowed that criticism to make me have a reaction. And I think being reactive is like the opposite of aligned business. We want to be strategic. We want to be considered. We want to be intentional. We don't want to be reactive. And maybe if you receive like multiple feedback from clients who you feel really um, aligned with, they're your ideal client, you feel engaged with them, they've supported you, then that's something that maybe you will consider reacting to. But if you just get one email from someone who has at the time barely worked with you, it's not a good idea to react to that. And you'll end up in the place that I'm in this week now receiving more negative feedback. But from the other angle so when you have multiple people saying the quality is too clear and now the quality is not clear enough and you're kind of jumping around and reacting and responding to that feedback it's really you are left in a really confused state you're left feeling um really misaligned and It's kind of a three hands up in the air moment of like, oh for God's sake, what? You know, I can't do anything right. Someone always has something to say, and I think the the moral of the story is someone will always have something to say, and that's part of it. That's part of the process. And as aligned business owners, we need to stop reacting, and we need to kind of stay in our lane. And I think you know, if I had just initially kept the sound quality as it was, that would have been me staying in my lane um, and go in the direction that we know we're going rather than allow like side swipes to get us off track. Um, and, and another piece of like little admin behind the scenes is when I first started the podcast, I was living in an apartment that had like pretty much one whole half of the apartment was glass and it wasn't double glazed or anything. So when I would record the podcast, you could really hear some things that were going on in the street. Now where I live, um, if anyone who has been in my house comments on the fact that it is furnished in a sparse way because I am on many levels quite a minimalist. So we've got polished floorboards, wooden roofs, rendered walls, and we only have curtains in our bedroom. So the house is really echoey. uh, And over the last few episodes, that was me experimenting with ways to try and negate that echo. And that was me recording in my toilet, my small downstairs toilet, uh, me recording my wardrobe. So I'm trying and experimenting with all of these, um, tr- like attempts and different ways of doing it to hope to make it a better experience for you guys and to feel aligned and professional for myself. But um, I'm, it's a work in progress and I'm working it out. And I, you know, I live like two hours away from a recording studio, or an hour and a half away from a recording studio. So it's just not going to happen you know, and um, also being autistic, it makes it really difficult. If I was to, say, book out a studio for a day, I would really burn out to try and record, you know, um, like six months' worth of episodes in a day. So that's just some, you know, some behind-the-scenes admin. Um, And I, you know, I ask anyone who wants to give unsolicited negative Feedback or constructive criticism. Um, if you acknowledge that you're getting something out of this podcast, which both of these um, pieces of feedback did, and it's free to you, and it's a free resource that I create for you, I ask that you just have the kind of the kind of manners and the kind of thought thinking process to if you're going to give feedback like that please do it on a private format please send me a dm or an email rather than leaving it as a review because that negatively impacts my work it negatively impacts my ability to help people and frankly to get paid clients who pay for me to be able to do free content that you guys are admittedly enjoying so In future, I would really appreciate that kind of feedback being in a private forum and, yeah, just understand that Align, business owners, you know, all business owners and everyone, like we're we're just trying our best. We're just showing up every day doing what we can and we're doing it um, in hopes to help people. And especially this podcast is for people who can't afford to work with me. So it's kind of like I'm, you know, I am doing it out of, kindness and accessibility as well. So keep that in mind, but I I will uh, continue to endeavor and optimize and work hard to get the sound quality better. And I will be resetting up my initial my dog is going crazy. My initial kind of setup that I had that I felt really aligned with, but in moving, I lost a cord. So I just need to go um, drive or order a new cord and then we'll be good to go. So hopefully the podcast starts to feel better and sound better. And I apologize if it was difficult for anyone to hear me um, and I'll work on it and take on that feedback. But it's interesting because I wanted to talk about this concept of advice seeking and unsolicited feedback because it actually came up for a client this week and it was a real um a real red flag for like me seeing that she had a red flag in her process and a real like it really worried me it really worried me if people are out there conducting themselves in this way. And what it was, and I won't, I'll try and be as confidential as I can be, but, and this is certainly not, certainly hasn't only happened in one situation. It's happened with many clients in various forms. And I can tell that it's happening more than people are saying. And that is that, this client had sought the advice from some people in her field that were were maybe slightly more successful than her, maybe slightly further down the road but definitely not killing it. And um, one of them was about to kind of get a job because her business wasn't successful enough. And those people had said to her, you know, it's really hard work, this is how much money I make, and she had been reactive and went, well, I'm not going to do that anymore because these people said it's this much work and I don't earn enough money from it. And that, you know, despite it being A, her dream, what she wants, B, the idea really aligned with what kind of lifestyle she wanted, and C, the alternative of not Doing what these other people were doing and continuing to do what she was doing was absolutely is absolutely unsustainable, absolutely unsustainable, and also kind of below minimum wage. So, I you know I want to really reiterate, and this is something that I've worked on a lot in the last two years. Do not seek advice from people who are less successful than you in the field that you want to be successful. In. It is something that I have, it's happened to me quite a few times because I get really sucked in by people's visuals. I'm a very visual person. So if you have like a really aesthetic brand, I'm probably going to get sucked into it without asking the right questions. And that is something that has burnt me multiple times. And, you know, if the person that you're seeking advice from, hasn't been successful, they actually can't give you advice for you to become successful. So there's just it's really, really illogical. Um, It's really nonsensical when you take a step back and actually think about kind of where you're going and what this process is. And just because one person hasn't earned enough money in that industry, it absolutely does not mean that you can't. And, you know, there's, I know, I know for a fact that most, actually all clients that I work with um, are putting way, when they first start working with me, they're putting way too much energy into all of the wrong places in their business, which could be a way that people aren't making enough money and they just don't have a strategic-minded coach to say that is not the best use of your time and energy. You should be putting it in this way. And just that change could mean that their business was more profitable. Um, And, you know, on this same token kind of going, you know, around the bend a little bit, I had an interesting experience this week in that there, I I won't name the brand or anything, probably people who know me probably know who I'm talking about, but there's a brand that I really admire and I have really admired for a long time. And a couple of years ago, I kind of got upset because I was like, God, that brand is, it's so good. It's so well-established. Like I'm never going to get to that place. And then I realized that that brand was operating for like four years longer than I had been. So it was like, oh, no, it's not that you should be checking yourself against successful people. It's that you need to be checking your competition as in people who are at the same level as you and um, understanding that, well, if I have another four years, maybe I, I would be there, you know. But it was announced this week that that brand is going to close. It's, she's folding. She's um, closing the doors. It's over. And from a business perspective, if that brand was successful, you would sell it. You wouldn't just end it. Yet there's people like myself and probably many, many other business owners who are looking at that brand and going, God, it looks so good. And I wouldn't be surprised if the brand's um over investment in Instagram as their only platform for selling is had a result in the fact that it has to close and not being diverse enough, not having diverse enough visibility is probably why the brand has closed um, rather than being sold for like a really nice juicy number. Um but We see these brands and we see people that are doing it and they might look successful but, you know, the visuals and the social media might look like things are going really well but that doesn't say that the finances are going very well. And, like, I know that. I used to live next door to a big Melbourne influencer who, you know, you would look thinking that she was making really good money, she was doing really well and kind of living that lifestyle, but that that was absolutely not the case. So we have to really check ourselves when we seek advice and when we look up to people and we have to ask ourselves why, Um, do we know that they're successful, how can you tell, which is another thing, and definitely a 100% social media following is absolutely zero indicator of how successful a business is. It is zero indicator. There are so many people who have huge followings who are not able to monetize it. And for you, maybe success isn't about monetization and you have a full-time job and you just want to build a big community. And that is that is like 100% valid. But if you're thinking about building a business in order to make a living from it, then these are things that we need to think about. So kind of moving into the second section of this, uh, I wanted to make something really clear. And this is by no means like throwing shade on anyone who's ever given me advice. The only advice that I would ever throw shade on was I got advice from a yoga teacher telling me that I sounded like I I was telling people off. And that is something that I've looked at quite extensively. And I've really kind of picked apart and that's actually ableism because the fact that autistic people speak with a lower tone, they don't move their face as much. They don't have maybe as many positive facial expressions, especially if they're tired and they're not masking, um, can kind of look like telling off and, I've also had a really interesting like experience I'm I'm going off track for a second here but I think it's an interesting one where I because I've examined this about myself like why do people react to me like I'm a strict teacher and I I was a school teacher I was a high school teacher so I was like maybe it's because of that like that's the dynamic um but I had this really interesting encounter where there's a little coffee shop that's open near me. And I'd gone a few times and just getting to know the owner. And it's like a really, really great business idea. And I was like, I had been even thinking about doing that business idea. So I was talking to her about that. And after a few visits, we got on to, you know, she asked me what I did. And I told her that I was a business consultant. And that totally changed her dynamic. And she actually said, oh, oh, I've got a Facebook page, but I don't have an Instagram and blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh, well, you don't really need to worry about an Instagram these days. Like I would just create it as a business card so that people can can just check it and look up that you're legitimate and it's credible and it's still open. Um, But I definitely wouldn't post on it every day. And that was just me like being generous, um, giving like not not hoping to give unsolicited advice, although maybe it was, but just like, hey, that's not something that you need to worry about. So don't get stressed about that. It's probably not worth worrying about that right now because she was coming across as so she was worried. And um, then the next time I went to the coffee shop, she said to me, oh, I haven't done my Instagram page yet. And I was like, like, I, how why am I why is this person who i'm paying to give me a coffee reacting to me as if i'm telling her off when i i didn't bring anything up about it um and i think it's got more to do with like possibly it's like being a sigma type maybe sigma is related to autism i don't know um but i think it's people feeling um like a little bit i what i th- what i believe it is is that they can see that i know exactly what they're capable of doing and the fact that i can see that so clearly makes them feel defensive about having not gone and put the effort in to do the things that we both need they we both know they need to do i hope that makes sense i think a lot of my clients will probably resonate with that So it's just, yeah, it's such an interesting thing to be like, hmm, why is that? But also, you know, if you're like me, if you are neurodivergent or maybe you have a different disability or maybe you've got health issues, like you've got chronic fatigue or cancer, anything like that, um, and people give you unsolicited negative feedback like that, it's important to filter it through your real experience and question is this ableist is is there something else going on here and another thing that if if any of this is resonating with you and if when i say is there another thing going on here you're like a few bells are going off in your head i highly suggest listening to the anything goes podcast the episode on female friendships highly, highly suggest it really, really hit home. Um, but okay, let's get back on track. So um, this, what I'm about to say is, is hundred percent not throwing shade on anyone apart from that one yoga teacher um, who has given me unsolicited advice, but it is a hundred percent a true, sorry, I'm saying hundred percent so many times. Um, it is a true thing. And that is, please listen to me when I say this. Someone who is more successful than you will never give you unsolicited feedback. I'll say it again. Someone who is more successful than you will never give you unsolicited negative feedback. Because A, they're too busy doing their own thing. They're not picking and nitpicking apart what other people are doing. And B, they remember how it was at the start. And they remember that they were just putting one step in front of the other and they were trying their best. And they would probably also know that someone giving them unsolicited negative feedback at the start wouldn't have been at all helpful. So in me saying this, there is the obvious, um, the obvious uh, concept of the opposite. So I'm trying to say that if people are giving you negative unsolicited feedback, they're not likely to be, they're likely to be less successful than you. And they are likely therefore to not really have the credibility to give that feedback. It's a really common thing that I see. And I see it so much between women, uh, which is why I suggest that anything goes episode. Uh, It's really sad and It's, you know, I've had to work so hard to cultivate connections with other female business owners through my clients and through purely just a handful of other business owners um, that is reciprocative and supportive, non-competitive, non-judgmental and non-stealing, you know, non-copying. Um, and man, the, the awkward conversations I've had to have with clients about copying my work because, you know, they're just exposed to it and they're just excited. And like, it's a really natural thing to do is it's, it's, it's just like, it's the most, it's the worst part. It's, I hate it. Even though it's like, it's in my contracts, it's written right there. Um, it still happens every now and then. And I think it's a really natural human response, but it's just like the worst It's the worst conversations. I hate having those conversations. I hope I never have to have one again. But yeah, just, you know, I wanted to remind you, don't seek advice from people who are less successful or even as successful as you. Only seek advice from people who are way further down the road than you and successful in the thing that you want to do. And if people are giving you unsolicited negative feedback, I would ask yourself, are they more successful than me in this area? And also, is there something else going on here? And just like I said at the start, I think aligned business is to be so sure of yourself and where you're headed, you know, the direction that you're not reactive. And, you know, you listen to feedback when you've had it a few times, or as I said, if it's clients that, you know, have supported you for a long time or you respect, or it's a common thread, then that is something that you want to look into. You want to investigate, you want to address, but don't do what I did, you know, a year ago and get that one email and make a bad choice and now get negative feedback from listeners a year later and feel like, Oh God, you know, I should have just stayed in my lane and kept doing what I was doing before um and yeah hopefully this also gives you insight into the fact that like I'm not perfect and I'm not immune to this kind of stuff and but I can look back and go that was silly being that reactive to that email I should have just kept going in the way that I was going in the way that felt aligned to me uh don't let other people rock your boat and yeah just watch the advice seeking uh and watch yeah watch where you get feedback from um, and yeah, just remember that the the people who are successful in your field would most likely just be rooting for you. Like they would just be like, like I, I seriously, my experience and with a lot of other people and I've seen it often is like the people who are actually successful are just like, yeah, go do it, go for it. Um, they're not, they're not even competitive with you because they believe in themselves and they're offering so much that they know that, you know, it's a unique thing that no one else can steal. No one else can copy. All right. That was, yeah, a bit of a behind the scenes, a bit of a download, a bit of a warning, but I think is really important. And if, you know, that warning is, interesting to you, let me know, send me a DM. And, you know, it's a really, it's a really sticky conversation to have, but I have, because I have been burnt so much in that seeking advice from people who are less successful than me, uh, I've been vetting coaches for myself for a while. And part of that conversation is, has actually been how much money do you make? you know, how, how much money are you bringing in? And like, that's an awkward thing to say. And it might even be inappropriate. And maybe some people do not want to answer it. I have had experiences in the past where, you know, someone's asked me to collaborate and give them something for free. And I've asked them, well, can you please tell me like how engaged your audience is? What's your engagement rate so that I can prioritize my workload? If I'm going to give you this free content And they went ballistic with me asking that, which is really funny because if you are an influencer, that is like the first piece of information that you need to give out. And also really funny because that creator like really tries to sell themselves as very conscious. uh, And the reaction was really intense, but I'm, I'm just saying, you know, if you are seeking advice, like, you know, and if you're, especially if you're paying for it, I wouldn't say, um, to jump in someone's DMs and say, hey, I want your advice for free and how much money do you earn? But um, if you're thinking about seeking advice from someone, I think that actually is a legitimate part of the conversation. Like how successful are you in this area for me to be seeking advice from you? All right. That's it today. Um, Please leave a review. Please leave a kind one. Uh, If you have feedback, please send it to me in an email or DM. And I hope that you continue to enjoy this free resource and that I um, thank you for your patience with the sound quality. All right. See you next week.